sometimes racy, always raw. Kath and Mish from the hip. Okay, recording episode one. Just our blabbing. Kath, do you know how grateful I am that you're coming along this journey? <laughs> oh my God. No, honestly. Really? Yes. It's Why? really cool. It all started from a conversation about women who are in sort of separation or divorce. Yeah. Um, and you and I both were over the other side living yep. our new lives. But not so much about the woe and the doom and the anger and the negativity, but more about these ridiculous situations that these journeys bring up. And as well, as you and I have spoken many times, that women just don't share enough and no matter what generation it is. I think we get better as we get older. Yeah. But there is a need to share and it's not – touchy-feely sharing, it's just honest straight down the line from the hip sharing. Yeah. Look, I think I I was very honoured that you asked me to come on this journey with you. Um, (laughs) Journey. Yeah, Yeah. journey. Uh, But I I must say initially I had a bit of an issue thinking about this podcast being just about uh, separation and divorce because Mm. actually my ex and I are in really good shape Mm. and We've, we're very kind and respectful and we've made it all about the kids and I know that's not everybody's experience. And to be honest, I kind of didn't want to wash that dirty laundry. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because I had to be very aware of kids listening and what I'm happy for them to know because it's actually my story. It's not their story. Mm. It's Nick, you know, my husband and I's story. So I was really glad you were open to kind of exploring because we did quite a lot of conversation about that at mm. the beginning, didn't we, about how are we going to run this and what are we going to talk about? Yeah, and that it should be engaging to women of all experiences and not, you know, we didn't want to be niche on niche. Yeah. And there is a bit of a niche. But, yeah. And so inevitably because we are who we are and we live our lives, yeah. that that will feed into these episodes every now and then. Yeah. I think we've got a pretty engaging list of topics, which is going to be interesting. It's freaking endless. And, and how do you mm. think it's kind of going to roll? How are the episodes going to roll? I mean, obviously this is a sort of intro one for us. Mm. Well, how again, do- you know, I think we we don't want to ramble on forever. We're not doing the hour and a half. We'll just actually, everyone just just listen up here now. We are not sitting around our kitchen table right now. We don't have an open bottle of wine or five in the cupboard, which we're going to consume. And we want to keep it short and sharp. So I think, you know, we're going to look at a 20-minute-ish episode. Yep. Sometimes it'll be you and I because we actually are engaging everybody. Oh, God, we're bloody we, hilarious. We think we're funny. We think we're that funny. <laughs> um, I think the important thing is that for, certainly from my point of view, we're not setting ourselves up as experts. We're just women living our lives, right? Yep, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and we'll bring in the experts. So we've got such a great network mm. of women doing – It's because we're so old. <laughs> <laughs> you only have great networks when you're old. Isn't that true? It is actually yeah, true. It is true. And it's also when you realise the value of networks too, isn't it? Well, I just I just reckon when you get to our age, you've kind of done some shit, right? Yeah. And you've met yeah. lots of people yeah. along the way. Yeah. And now you've got, you know, not even just your own networks through your own phones. You've got, you know, LinkedIn and, you yeah. know, you can get in touch with every person you've ever worked with really. And, and in fact, that's the other thing you and I have in common. We love connecting people. Oh, like, God, yeah. It's we our do genuine that. joy. Well, I think it's our superpower because we sort of do it naturally. Yeah, we do. 
We do. Yeah. We're just human LinkedIn's. Yeah, and I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are a walking. Hey, maybe LinkedIn. we could get some sponsorship from LinkedIn. Are you listening? Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we're there? here for the fun, though, right? Yeah, we are. And so, there's a whole range of topics. We've talked about erotic literature. We've talked about online dating. Kath has particular expertise in Scrabble yeah. online dating. Oh, Did you God. even know there was such a landscape? But oh, there is. Everything's a dating site, but anyway. We're talking about fashion, how women feel about their bodies. Wellness obviously has to come in, but it's not no wooey wellness. It's genuine yeah. wellness. Kath and Mish. From the hip. Because there's nowhere else I'd rather be shot from. What we really probably need to do is sort of talk a bit about ourselves and who are we and what have we done. So do you want to start with that one, girlfriend? Yeah, well, sure. So, in fact, if I look at my life and trajectory, I've been many things. And now at where I am, I can celebrate that rather than... Maybe a decade earlier I had paranoia about that and I hadn't followed a single trajectory and, you know, become an expert in something. But where I am now, I have found a job that, in fact, culminates all my experience into one Isn't role. that cool? So what do you do, Mish? I work for a not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think – can we do spruiking and stuff? Probably not. Don't know. Nah. We probably, I don't know. What's the ethics on that? Don't know. Just give it a crack. Just say who it is. Well, okay, because it's so amazing. So I work for Renew Australia, which is an incredible not-for-profit organisation that is a catalyst. It's a marry between building owners who have spaces they can't let and any creative who is making their own IP. It's about the incremental build of community. So yeah. what's your role there? Do you sort of project manage these installations and, you know? Oh, like well, the- actually I do everything. So I'm looking after. Oh, duh, of course you <laughs> Of course do. I do. <laughs> and I, and I, so multi-talented. <laughs> but I'm, no, really, and I, I can actually celebrate that now. I can celebrate the fact that I'm connecting people, I'm working with artists, I'm working with building owners, I'm working with real estate agents, I'm working with creative vision and I'm working with garbage collectors. I have an ability to speak to anyone from any walk of life. Yeah. Because everyone has something to offer. Yeah. I think, do you know, from my personal experience, I think being in your 50s, and not everybody does it, but certainly for me, I've done the work, right? I've done the work on understanding when my professional ego is coming into play. And it's really important, I think, particularly in a work setting, to be able to recognise that and go, you know what, I don't need you right now. It's actually not about me. There's a bigger picture here. Which is an age thing, isn't it? I think it's an age thing. I think it absolutely is an age thing. And look, I've just literally closed my business after 18 years. So yeah, I've had tell us about you. I've had lots and lots of staff over the years have not burnt one bridge with anybody who's ever worked for me and I would reemploy any of them. That's a bloody good achievement. Well, it's good. I hope you've done well, a bit of back padding, self well, back padding oh, on that. Not re- well, not really, because I'm about to start a new career, which is kind of exciting too. Mm. So, after 18 years of running my own business, just the universe spoke to me in a number of different ways and I decided to just I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had loads of flexibility when I had little kids and of course yep. kids doing VCE yep. last year like you did too. So it was just time to do something different. I don't need as much flexibility now. I'm really ready to to step into a new realm. So I'm starting a new job this week. And I suppose working in PR and communications as I do, what is really important for us is to find the story. 
So essentially what we're bringing is a really diverse spectrum of experience. And interests, you know. Like seriously, Mish and I do not look one thing alike. We've got completely different style. I'm matchy-matchy. She's not. Um, She's got funky hair. I'm just going grey. Kath wears really good lipstick. Yeah, I do wear good lipstick. Thank you, Dom. And nails. Oh, yeah, I do. I give good lip and nail and Mish doesn't give a fuck about that. (laughs) So, you know, we are completely, completely different people. Do you have this thing, I have this thing through life that like almost no matter what role I do, I was if I pick up one genuine relationship from that. Yeah. And that's sort of seemingly what happens and then that relationship continues with you. Are you are you still gathering friends, Mishy? Yeah, not intentionally. Hmm. So we're still gathering friends. <laughs> that's what it comes down to, and that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, we both love. Oh, we we're both open-minded. love food. We oh, love, love food. food. Can we talk about food a bit? We will do a food. Yeah, thing. shall we? You're a very good cook, Mish. And so are you, Kath. Thanks. And, in fact, I'm always eating your food. Oh well, that's only because we record like, here. Yum. We yeah. can mix it up. So we love travel. Yeah, books. We books. We love books. <gasps> yeah. How many good books? Yeah. I've, like- I've been on fire lately, actually. I've been reading like a Trojan up to nuts. Mm. Yeah. Culture. Yeah, we culture. love a bit of culture. culture. You know much more about that whole art scene than I do, but I'm happy to but come along for the I've ride. Been in it and I, yeah. you know, grew up drinking it. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Were your family into the arts? Into the arts? Well, my mother, my mother, who is an incredible woman, multilinguist, um, amazing brain. She was a voluntary guide at the gallery. Right. As, as in modus of, oh, yes, I'll be a mother, but I really need to sustain my brain, my yep. stimulus. And yep. going to. So she did that for many, many years. How wonderful. She started collecting art and it's, you know, we won't say a collector because that has other insinuations, but – she, you know, I grew up surrounded by really cool pieces of art. And beautiful things. So, of course, there was, you know, regular trips to the gallery, which I've then done with the kids. Done with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wasn't always particularly confident mother. I didn't have my mum to refer to. Yeah. But I had two very, very good friends who yeah. really – and one friend said to me when, when I first had the kids, because, you know, two at once, Jesus, mm. uh, got no idea what's going on. Mm. She said to me, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. And I said, what is that? She said, find someone who you trust and just ask them for their advice. Yes. Because you will get yes. people throwing. As soon as you're bloody pregnant, you get Well, but you'll just get people throwing you. you advice yes. and you, you're overwhelmed. And yep. I didn't have any filter because I had no mum to refer to. Yep. And, you know, I had a stepmother who was fabulous. But it, it's different. It's just mm. different. Yep. You know, you can kind of break down with your mum. And you, you, well, not, but not every like not everyone uh, first does that. Child, I, suppose. I went into oh, I'm doing this all myself. I can control the whole thing, which clearly I couldn't at the mm. time. So I probably didn't didn't utilize the amazing resources that mum yeah. had enough. And well, as I said, I had two friends, and I would never have got through without them. Mm. And of course, with twins, you know, I had to go to sleep school at three months of age because I, I was just running up and down the oh, hallway. I went to sleep school, yeah. Oh right. god, I just rang up and cried. Sars was on the boob um, every hour. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. it was vile. And yes. I went in there. I remember going in there on Mother's Day, and I again, I did the thing of I'd ring about sleep school, sort of reaching out for help, and then they'd go, "How are you?" And I'd go, "Oh, I'm okay." No, like, you got to cry. But you're not. Someone said to me, "Just ring up and cry." Yeah, and I'll let and you in. Not until you go, I'm going out of my mind here, which in fact is what you are doing. Yeah. And they went, "Do you want to come in on Mother's Day?" I'm like, "Oh, that was the biggest gift." Because you got to sleep. 
Yeah. So I went in and I took this massive box of toys, right, because that's where my brain was at. Right. And a massive bag as if I was staying for about five months. Right. And they put me in a bed with a warm blanket and I will never forget the feeling of that warm blanket. It was beautiful. And then also, interestingly, they took the baby away. I'm like, yeah, take her. Uh, Sorry, Sars. Love you, babe. (laughs) But um, they said she's a really hard nut to crack. Really? Yeah. And she still is. And she's good partier now. She doesn't need that much sleep. (laughs) By the time I get to Phoenix, they'll be rising from the hip. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I thought it, it was it was harder when you got home, really. That was when the hard work began. But anyway, they're our mothering tales, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, mother. And we're not going to bang on about no, that stuff too much We're not banging either. on about that. Because everyone's story is different. And everyone loves their children, let's face it. Yeah. So we've got other topics like faith we thought would be really interesting. Yeah, and that's again, an interesting one. We're talking about pet custody at some stage because that's a funny little That's episode. your story, Del. That's your story. In fact, that's really how this started, called Sharing the Turtles. Yeah. And this was going to be called Sharing the Turtles. It was. But we've it was had a, a few random. different I – mean, well, no one understood it except for me. Um, <laughs> which, you know, is a little bit. Well, we did have a few other names, but we've ended up with this and we're very happy with it, aren't we? We are happy. And it's what does of, it mean to you? Well, it means to me, I mean, it's everything. It's like we're, st- we're shooting from the hip. That we're straight. Well, well, we're not that straight. We're not boring straight. <laughs> we're just honest straight. Uh, from the hip is also quite, you know, it's woman. Yeah. It's maternal. Hips. Hips. We are hip. Mm. Like, oh, well, God, with that hip. Even if our kids go, you're weird. And I've got a fabulous hip. friend who's, you know, when you've got a little bit of an injury, she calls it a disco hip, which I love ah, that. That's a good Love a disco hip. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So what about you? What does it mean to you? Uh, I think all of those things. I mm. think from the hip. We did go through some other names. We wanted – remember we were going through that thing about whether we needed to have 50 in the title. Yeah. We were kind of a bit obsessed about that for yeah. a while. And then we just thought, oh, fuck it, just go. <laughs> Go with something else, yeah. Right? And because, we like it. Yeah, we like it because, and we also don't want to limit it to people in listening in just in their fifties because you know we're so fabulously interesting. No, that's right. And and but I mean, we've identified that there are certain ways of being de- on you know dependent on decades, but obviously there's always overflow, and we're also not limiting limiting it to women. No, so absolutely, because we'll we have love a few folks. Blokes rocking. We love every now folks and if they they've got something decent. Well, to only say. if they're cool. Yeah, like us, not Honig. <laughs> Shut up! Ah, right, we'll get to that. I'll get to Honig one. Day. Oh, that one day. Oh God, that's going to be an episode and a half. <laughs> yeah, we're having a whole episode on Honig. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Honig, just so you know, guys, is uh, honey, honey in German, and some fake bloke, you know, used to call me Honig online to prove that he was German when in fact he was African. And but and- <laughs> there we go. We'll save that story for you. Okay. Anyway. So I hope this gives you a bit of a blurb about us. We yeah. thought we wanted to do that so we weren't just these random voices because we're not really that famous yet. Oh, so you famous. don't know who we are. Oh, God. So. Legends in our own lunchtime. But, yeah, apart from that, no, not yeah. that famous. And don't really want to be famous. I just think this is fun, right? Yeah. Well, thanks for asking me, Mish. Can't wait to uh, do our next recording for our first sort of official episode. This is just an intro, really, isn't it? It is. We've got a great producer too. So if you hear some sort of sleazy man associated with our <laughs> with our podcast, it's all intentional. It's M squared. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
We're, All right. we're sending him good luck too. God, trying to keep us in order. That could be tricky. That's right. Anyway. All right. All right, Del, well, beautiful to see you. I'll see yeah, you next week. Good. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Bye. From the Hip is a weekly podcast featuring Kath and Mish for and on behalf of From the Hip Enterprises, recorded in the studios of From the Hip. You can subscribe and find more episodes of From the Hip at fromthehip.live. On Instagram at fromthehip underscore podcast, search for From the Hip on Facebook and download wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. Until next time, stay fine, stay fab, stay hip.